Hey everyone, John and Andrew here. Welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, the New York Knickerbockers. Gifts of kindness. And yippee Kaye, mother. This is Obstacle Course. Here we go. <laughs> Andrew, you almost <laughs> swore in our Christmas episode. I know. My gosh. I think we do swear. And why were we even quoting a freaking, was that Die Hard? Die Hard. Well, that's not a Christmas movie. Sure it is. Obviously. We'll get to that. <laughs> Yeah, we do have a debate about Die Hard, folks, on our Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. So this is our first annual Christmas episode. Is it? I suppose. Well, it's our first one. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it's annual. Yeah. We, we may <laughs> to, have said everything. To be determined. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we had your mom's shortbread. You brought this adorable snow globe into, into I did our recording it, studio. Yeah, which I... Uh, my, you didn't even shake it. No, my grandmother gave me this. Oh, it's adorable. Man. Yeah, when I was like six years old, I think. Which rem- which makes me think, what is that stuff in there? Yeah, it's <laughs> highly toxic. Yeah, it guaranteed must be from back then. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, Christmas is something that I love. Yes. And and get very excited about it. Yes. And I wanted to even sing in the intro and yes. mix that. Correct. <laughs> and so you might think, how can how can we have a fruitful discussion about this? But like normal, yeah. you brought a nice balanced discussion. Totally. Because you brought a different side. I've, to it, I have, <laughs> in my years, had some um, bitterness towards yeah. the holiday wow. season because of some of the yeah. some of the consumer stuff and the messages and the all the advertisements about perfect families having a perfect time and, yeah. and that just not being anyone's reality. <laughs> so yeah, wow. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think I've got a healthy relationship with Christmas at this mm. point. Although, well, you're calling it Christmas, so that's good. Yeah, and <laughs> and the holidays. Um, and, you know, not everyone celebrates Christmas. So all the people no. who are getting up in arms, like everyone's, you know, ruining Christmas. What percentage of the population actually celebrates Christmas? Yeah. You know, it's not 100. No. So by everything being Christmas-oriented, that's actually kind of disrespectful to the people who don't celebrate Christmas. So it is a holiday season for basically everyone who celebrates whatever they want to celebrate. Festivus. We, that's one thing we didn't talk about. No. That's maybe my favorite part of Christmas is is the Seinfeld episode about Festivus mm. and uh, the feats of strength. Uh, and, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the Costanza family didn't celebrate Christmas. Right. Okay. That's yeah, brilliant. Anyway. So, and we did talk about things to watch during the holiday season. And so there's one offering. Yeah. You could watch that episode, that Seinfeld episode. And that might contribute it to your maybe disdain of Christmas because you're not a big maybe movie guy and definitely not a big Christmas movie guy while well, I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was on record talking about how I cry in all of them and <laughs> and, and that that's a huge part of Christmas for me and my family. Yeah. And so if that I, I can understand um, if, if you don't have like a big love, love relationship with things like It's a Wonderful Life. No, maybe yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah. And that's just shocking, folks. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, we, we talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we just want to have a quick little intro because this yeah. episode is just John and I talking yeah. about tr- Christmas traditions. And that's a gift in itself. Yeah. Just us. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And it keeps on giving until yeah. you shut it off. Uh, batteries not included. Um, <laughs> and we talk about consumerism and, yeah, as do. you put it, the dark side of Christmas. Ooh. Speaking of which, new Star Wars coming out. No, oh, I can't wait. Going to see it in a couple of days. Are you? Yeah. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, we talk <laughs> talking about consumerism, just fueling that machine. Yeah, man, you're going to see probably the biggest movie of the year. <laughs> yeah. So we're not totally above it. No, <laughs> we're not above any, anything. Um, but the dark side of Christmas because of Black Friday, there's the connection, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um, yeah, we we have a good discussion about our different different traditions, traditions and yeah. and you are very much a, a man of tradition. You love you love doing things the way you've always done them, and the and the family traditions that you hold dear. And I am a little less attached to such things, um, but I do appreciate uh, the the essence of them and what we do this time of year and why it's important. Yeah. So folks, you know, this is our last recording of 2019 and we just want to offer this as a fun way for you to end off the year with us. Thank you for listening through all our episodes. We'd like to really thank you for that. I think one thing that we agreed on is that we can give a little more pause and be a little more more mindful about what we're doing this time of year so that it's not causing stress and anxiety because that's the absolute antithesis of what this holiday season is supposed (laughs) to be about. So celebrate be merry eat your pumpkin pie or whatever you have you know enjoy it but as always we can be more mindful and and aware of of what we're doing and and maybe find more joy or different joy and and less stress because you know that's no gift john it's the holiday season it's upon us. It is here. It's, it's everywhere around us. It's in our hearts and in our minds and in our radio stations. Are um, you getting tired of Christmas music yet? Not not all that much. And I'm not a huge fan of the constant barrage of Christmas music. No. But um, I haven't been into a mall, so oh, that helps. God. And I don't, I don't tune into the Christmas radio stations. I, I don't work like in an office where there's just constantly music playing right so that probably helps yeah how about you i just came to the mall yeah it was a mistake (laughs) i mean the nice thing about christmas shopping now is you can virtually do all of it online Mm -hmm. and you know if you're members of most of these places like amazon then i mean you can get your your presents in two days Mm -hmm. so it's pretty nice but for whatever reason i was looking for a specific item today and I, i went into the mall before the recording and within 10 minutes, I was like, is it harder to breathe? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just felt the stress and just felt the like the consumerism and the, totally. and the sales and the desperate looks of the shopkeepers. And I don't know <laughs> if they call them shopkeepers <laughs> anymore. <laughs> were, you, were you in Oliver Twist or something? <laughs> yeah, shopkeepers. You, you just went back to like charles dickens is england yeah shopkeeper Um, (laughs) the desperate looks of the shopkeepers (laughs) i know you're passing by right yeah exactly and no so i didn't buy anything i I went in toys r us because i was looking for a stuffed dog for angie no for for actually uh this is kind of sad actually it's actually for angie's grandpa grandpa who has Mm. dementia Mm. and we we just had to um, put him in um in like a hospital unit and he's had to give up his dog, and he doesn't know why. And so oh. our our idea was going to be to get him like a stuffed dog, which apparently is a great idea for for people yeah. who are struggling with dementia. That is sad. And I just want to point out we were supposed to start out kind of. Light. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but but you know, Christmas is a little bit of both, though, right? In fact, Christmas is sad for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's one of the issues that I have with the with some of the marketing and some of the, the messages you see out there, the, the hallmark Christmas of yeah, for sure. of the perfect nuclear family, which is not the reality of 100% of the people who are actually celebrating. Cause yeah, there's, do we want to remark on hallmark? 
Have you heard the latest? No. Okay, this is, this is man hot off the wire in the last 24 hours. So folks, we're recording is about the 16th or 17th of December here. And um, and this just came out. So Hallmark apparently, um, there was there was a couple, like there was a lesbian couple that exchanged a kiss and they boycotted it. And they, I mean, greatly underestimated the amount of, as somebody said, the amount of gay people watching their Christmas specials. Mm. Because, I mean, we're talking, you know, tens of thousands already are like boycott Hallmark. Yeah. And they've made a great... Well, not just same-sex couples, but people who have respect for same-sex couples, yeah. which is, you know, most people. Yeah. Or, or just people who are, who are, you know, living in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not still stuck in 1919. Yeah. Yeah, or in, it, in Charles Dickens's or, English. Yeah, or let's go back <laughs> even further. But yeah, and so it's interesting when you brought up Hallmark, just that they're in scandal right now because this is usually their time. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about how my mom loves <laughs> loves Hallmark, yeah. and, and has already been telling me there's there's like forty new Christmas specials she's PVR'd and looking forward <laughs> to watching them with me when I come mm. next month. Oh, good. But, uh, but <laughs> you're going to watch Christmas specials after oh, Christmas. See, that's exactly right. How depressing is that? Yeah. Right? You know, watching something unreal after the event <laughs> that it's talking about. Not my cup but, of tea. No, no. Well, and, so there is a dark side to Christmas. Yeah, yeah. there is, there is a dark side. I mean, there's a real side to it is mm-hmm. that it's not what you see in the, in the TV specials. No. Um, but I mean, that's, that's. The reality of our, our life and our let's times. go there tv like you know i'm a, I'm a film buff as as you know yeah F- favorite christmas movie favorite christmas movies man so for me uh, this this is not an easy question because i start watching <laughs> yeah, i i mean you can see me right now yeah. I, i'm getting very serious about this conversation <laughs> i'm very passionate about this and and i've raised three kids that are equally passionate mm. and if we ever consider not watching one of those movies they you know i'll, I'll they'll they'll like lose it so uh, one of the movies we watched, we just watched last night, actually, was Home Alone. That's a classic. Yeah, okay. An absolute Christmas classic. Yeah. And there's actually a documentary right now on Netflix, folks, where it takes, um, they, they only did this with four movies, but they take four movies that were made and they go behind the scenes for like an hour and talk about like how they almost didn't get made and just all this stuff you never knew. And they, one of those is Home Alone. So, Did it have to do with Macaulay Culkin's drug problem? No, they didn't, it didn't come up. Okay. <laughs> poor, poor Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> he did have a drug problem, um, which he is clean now and actually has a very successful um, social media presence now. Bunny, Does he? Bunnyears.com. Um, hmm. He has like a whole... Um, yeah, they, they put out like satirical um, stories and, and stuff like that. Good for Macaulay. He, he's doing well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, going back to Home Alone. So... Uh, you wouldn't believe it, but it almost never got made. Hmm. Um, actually, Warner Brothers walked away, and I, I won't spoil it. But it, but anyways, you can you can find out all the all the stuff behind it, and it really just makes it that much more interesting. So that's on Netflix, folks. It's called Movies We Love or something like that. And and then we watched Home Alone, and it's you know by the end there's always there's I'm, I'm always like you know dabbing a little tear. <laughs> what movies do you not cry well, in? <laughs> <laughs> there were some, but uh, but that one in particular, especially the Christmas movies, and and you know we talked about you know they're not as bad as Hallmark, you know because I don't cry in Hallmark because it doesn't resonate as as something that's real. Mm. But but I find I find you know there's there's this. But when the, like the thieves are getting hit in the nuts, <laughs> that's. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that was real. just too much. I feel your pain, man. No, do you, do you remember? Have you seen that movie? Home Alone? Yeah, yeah man. of course. Well, remember, I, I man, grew up in the 90s. Well, sure. So then you then you know why you cry. You cried too. Remember at the end I didn't with cry. that grouchy neighbor that they thought was like killing oh, all the neighbors? Yeah. And then and then he decides to like put put that past aside and calls his son. And, oh. and then it ends with Macaulay looking out the window and they're waving to each other. And you mm. tell me you weren't crying at that scene? No. Come on, man. All right. Well, I was. And uh, and as was uh, Angie and Alexa who were watching it with me. So that was one we watched. Uh, another one we watched, which I don't necessarily cry in, but it's a lot of fun, is the classic uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So I was going to bring this up to yeah. the Worrells, yes. Sarah's family. Yes. I have a Christmas tradition every year watching National oh, Lampoon's awesome. Christmas Vacation. So I have uh, had the pl- absolute pleasure of being a part of that for four years in a row now. And uh, yeah, Dad still... Uh, he. He quotes along with the the favorite lines every time. What are some of the favorite lines? I don't know. (laughs) Ben, you watched it four years in a row. (laughs) So I'm curious if if you're a bit, you know, like Angie in this way um, with movies. Mm -hmm. Like she's not, she actually is not a huge movie buff because most movies she she doesn't really care for because she has such high standards and um, she just tires of them quickly. And so if she's seen a movie, she's like, well, I don't feel the need to ever see it again. Like it's, it's, I'm, I'm it was fine the first time. And is I'm basically kinda? the same way. Yeah. That's what yeah. I wondered. So there's, <laughs> so poor you. There, there are a few, um, <laughs> that, that are like my absolute favorites, like Dumb and Dumber. I could watch that anytime. Really? Oh yeah. You like Dumb and Dumber? Oh, I love Dumb and Dumber. Oh, so yeah. I love that one. Too. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in my opinion, one of the funniest movies ever made. Not really a Christmas movie. No, not no, at all a Christmas movie. But just a movie, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few that I will I will watch again and again. Uh, I don't I don't dislike Christmas Vacation. No, I wouldn't say that. Oh, uh, Chevy Chase, he's, uh, he's an a, absolute dick. Is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he is. I mean, and, yeah. and you know, we've talked about that, um, or we will talk about that on an episode that will come out after this about how there are a lot of movie stars you find out are real dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Crowe, who you hate. Yeah. Who you've been on the record. I loathe. <laughs> well, I Chevy Chase the... is even worse, man. Yeah. Yeah. In that's fact, too bad. They, they talked, uh, one of the directors talked about him um, just being absolutely like ruining the experience for him. And even when he was in Community, the TV show years later, um, all the co-stars just said he's just awful to work with. <laughs> Which is just brutal because he's yeah. known as being like in that show, like he's a he's a funny sort of engaging sort of like he mm-hmm. loves Christmas like I do kind of guy, like an every, everyman type. He is, yeah, yeah. the and, dad, but he's the, an asshole, the classic man. putsy dad. He is, yeah. Hmm, too but, bad. Yeah, so sorry, folks, if if that's been a, a holiday favorite of yours, and yeah. now you're just seeing him in a bad light. But that is reality. How about Scrooge? How about Bill Murray? Man, see. I love Scrooged, and I love Bill Murray. I haven't seen it for a long time, but I do love Bill Murray. Yeah. Caddyshack is one that I would probably put yeah, on repeat. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe not all the time, but every few years. And that's a golf movie, Caddy- isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So it combines your interests then. Yeah. You like Bill Murray, you like Caddyshack, you like golf. And How can you not like Bill Murray? He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And not a dick. No. No. Did you know that that was his brother in Christmas Vacation? The um, Clark's awful boss? That's his brother. Hmm. Yeah, and and now if you like recall that image in your mind, you'll see. Well, yeah, I get to I get to experience it pretty oh, soon. You're about to watch it. Yeah, we haven't haven't had that tradition yet okay. this year. When so. is it usually? Is it like a certain day? Or no, it's kind it's kind of in uh, the twenties when we can find a, a time yeah, to get together. Um, but it's it's usually you know a, a couple weeks before when everyone's really getting in season. Then 
then Christmas has fully begun when yeah. Christmas vacation has been experienced. But I mean, a lot of these movies, like Scrooge, for instance, I mean, it's literally a modern, I'm not going to say rip off because it's great, but, but kind of a lot of these movies take their inspiration from the classic Christmas Carol. Yeah. Right. It's the whole story of the really greedy, you know, corporate CEO, which is often the way it is and how he's terrible and doesn't, you know, have a giving heart or mm-hmm. even have a heart. And then he gets visited by, you know, three influential people yeah. who, who encourage him to maybe re- reconsider his life choices. And that that's Scrooge. So, folks, yeah. if you haven't heard that one or seen that one, it's amazing. I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time, yeah, but uh, I good. do. I respect the Bill Murray. We haven't come to your favorite Christmas movie yet. No, no man. I, in just mentioning it, I made tear up. That's why I haven't brought it up yet. <laughs> no, we haven't. Let's go there. Okay. Well, before we get there, one other I will mention that deserves a mention because it, it's come out in the last 10 years is uh, Love Actually. Right? Sarah, Sarah's a big fan. And I know Sarah likes that one because yeah. I put out a thing on Facebook a couple of weeks ago yeah. and just talked about Christmas movies. I think I mentioned Family Man, which is another good one. And Sarah was like, the only rom-com Christmas movie I'll ever watch is Love Actually. Mm-hmm. So you must... Do you like that one? I've watched it. Did, did you did you find it engaging? I'm not going to choose to open up time in my schedule to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. Right. Um, so you sort of enjoyed it the first time, but don't need to sort of enjoy it again. Absolutely. And you know what? <laughs> okay. She loves it, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, did you, you remember the, the comment that I added to the conversation? Yeah. What did you say again? I'm trying to remember. It was something loving, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the topic of, of uh, holidays, specials that are that get everyone in the season. and What did you say? Yeah. What, I'm, for, I forget what you said. An apocalypse now. Oh, yeah. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Which is a good movie, folks. But if you're looking to be put in the Christmas spirit, maybe stay away. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this this brings us to really, to me, the Magna Carta. The, oh, wow. Wasn't, man, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> no. but, but that's... That, you that's, never sounded so scholarly. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it really is. This is a movie where, I mean, I can, I, I'm fine if you make fun of those other ones. But I tell you, if anyone makes fun of this, I lose my shit, man. I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a beautiful human story. And uh, it's a wonderful life. Mm. And I know I'm not, I'm not alone in this. No. Like, and most, if Maybe you have cable, room. who has cable? No one. Uh, we finally got rid of our cable. But most, most you know, cable channels will have It's a Wonderful Life on this, you know, this time of year. It, it often appears in most Christmas movies in the background at some point. A lot of them will even take... Did you know, by the way, that scene in Christmas Vacation where um, he goes and cuts off the the little knob on the stairway? Yeah. That's a nod to It's a Wonderful Life because he always comes in and it's loose. Gotcha. So cool, eh? So there's, yeah, a, there's a lot of movies that do that. It's a Wonderful Life for me. I've My parents loved it. And you know, if I'm going to admit this, I, I do have to admit this. When I was younger, I didn't appreciate it as much, mm. probably because I was forced to watch it, mm-hmm. and it was in black and white. And I was like, "Well, this is bullshit. Like, why are we watching it in black and white?" And they were like, "Oh, we can't watch it in color. That's like, you know, that's like almost blasphemous. It's un- untraditional." Yes, right. But I didn't really appreciate the tradition. I- I'll also say, you know, we cut down a tree when mm-hmm. I was younger. You know, and I complained about that because it was cold, and you know, I didn't. But here I am doing those things now, which is interesting how we do that in life yeah at some point or another we all just turn into our parents <laughs> yeah that's the takeaway <laughs> from that but so it's a wonderful life 
um, once I once I start having kids, I, we started watching every Christmas, make the babies sit through them and, and whatever. <laughs> but we've been watching it for 20 years and it never gets old, man. Like I, by the time like it comes on, I can almost quote it. Sometimes I do to much to the annoyance of my family. So I have <laughs> to really try not to react. But um, uh, from the very get go, I'm like, I'm crying. Like I'm op- <laughs> I'm like literally opening crying. Like, and the kids are like, how, how are you crying already? He's like, I know it's coming. <laughs> You know, and it's just, and it just grips my heart and reminds me, and I I feel like it reminds me to be a better person. And it's just like, you know, it is a wonderful life, (laughs) you know, and I I just, I relate to some of the things in it. And yeah, we watch it on Christmas Eve every year. And now my kids are like, we have to watch it. We can't not watch it. And I'm like, hey, I'm all in. (laughs) And Angie's probably a bit like you where she appreciates it. But she's like, you know, if we didn't watch it this year, I mean, I wouldn't be terribly upset but she loves us since we Mm -hmm. all sit together with the amazing million snacks we have and watch it is that the red racer bb gun one okay now i'm furious (laughs) (laughs) no i know which one you're referring to that's uh is that the christmas story yeah the christmas story that is a good one too okay and it's funny you brought that up because that was angie's tradition Mm. as a little girl yeah and when she (laughs) Kind of when we married and she was like, hey, what about this one? I'm just like, well, you know, I was like thrown off. I'm like, no, no, there's only one movie we can watch. But what I are do you a- saying? <laughs> exactly. Did I make a bad decision? <laughs> but I appreciate that one. That's the one where you're going to shoot your eye out. Yeah. Right? That's where that line is. Yeah. And uh, that's a great one, actually. The the classic lamp. Yeah. It's like a foot, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's the a snow great suit. one. What's his name again? The little kid? Uh, Not sure. Yeah. Anyways, folks, another great one. Yeah, I'll, I would I would second that. Yeah, add that to the list. But you, um, I I was mixing the two up because I'm not actually sure I, that I've ever seen its wonderful life. I mean, how are we friends? <laughs> I mean, I just how how the hell are we friends? I don't know. You have not seen its wonderful life, and you have not seen Tree of Life. No, nope. anything with life in it. Apparently, you're I'm, just like, no, I'm good. I'm living no, my I, life. I don't need to watch it. I am pro life. <laughs> No, wait. No, no. Careful, Andrew. Take it back. Careful. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that's so, so folks, uh, listeners, when this comes out, you, you go ahead and shoot your comments and tell us what you like to watch because that's, uh, it is a, it is an important part of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about something that I know you're going to love to talk about, which is the food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but before we, we okay, yes. before we go to the food. Yes. Um, my favorite Christmas movie of all time oh, okay. in reality. So you do have one. Not Apocalypse Now. Uh, Die Hard. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is an ongoing debate online. Yeah. On, is Die Hard even a Christmas Absolutely. movie? Absolutely. Okay. It's set at Christmas. Please there's Christmas music case. in okay. it. There's... Terrorists. I mean, there's terrorists. <laughs> Just because there's a little more action in it, it doesn't make it not a Christmas movie. It's like Home Alone's not really about Christmas. It's about them forgetting Kevin true and going on vacation yeah that is true so right. why is that any different yeah i mean because there's more christmasy things throughout it maybe there's they're at a christmas party yeah that's how it's you starts. know i need to rewatch that i gotta be honest i watched it when i was a kid i haven't watched it since really so i haven't really been able to weigh in on the debate because it stands I don't remember. up it and does I, i'm not even a i'm not a big action movie no, guy no but die hard i mean he's they're not like crazy outlandish stunts it's believable. Bruce Willis is a badass. Um, Doesn't he walk across glass at some point? In oh, his, yeah. In his bare feet? Yeah, he gets a little cut up. Um, <laughs> and then he... What's more Christmassy than that? <laughs> yeah. yippee ki <laughs> yeah. How does that end? <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. 
That is a good line. I it remember is. saying that as a kid and feeling badass just for saying it and not even knowing where it came from. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't know what came from that annual Christmas movie that everybody watches. That holiday special, Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. so, so you can try that, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's your favorite. Cool. What does Sarah think? About Die Hard? Yeah. I don't think she's seen it. <laughs> no. So you guys don't have a thing like you have to watch, you know, Love Actually and I'll watch Die Hard. Kind no. Of kind of relationship. I don't know why we would both sign up for suffering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see I'll see if I can find Die Hard on TV. Yeah. In the next uh in the next couple weeks. Mhm. PVR it and uh then have it around. Well, and I accept your challenge. I'm going to watch it. Do it. This Yuletide season. You'll love it. Yeah, I think I will like it. I yeah. Mean, I like action movies. You like action movies? I like movies, man. Let's yeah. Be honest. Yeah. It's... And I'll look for the Christmas. But I'm guessing I'm not going to need Kleenex for that one. Well, I don't know. Maybe I will. I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> <laughs> so diehard folks added to your collection. Mm-hmm. The food. Yeah, man. I know. I know you love food. I do. Favorite food <sighs> probably is um, my mom makes a cheese ball, which we had at our gathering oh my gosh man yeah when we had our obstacle course amazing yeah yeah it's maybe my favorite christmas food because i'm not a big sweets guy i'm not a big desserts guy but oh the cheese ball it's just it's perfect so speaking of food we have a we have a little um beautiful um you know glass tray here of um an assortment of uh, christmas goodies here yeah and there's one on there that you really like, right? And the yeah. others you don't really care for. Yeah, no, it's the cheese cookie. The, yeah. The, the you, cheese shortbread. You heard that right, folks. It's cheese shortbread. Mm-hmm. I was a little hesitant when I walked in the door. No, you weren't. No, I wasn't, actually. No, but <laughs> let's be honest. I popped that thing in my mouth, and I mean, you got hit by cheese, and you got hit with sweet. And I know Angie doesn't like sweet and savory like can, together. Like, she's always like, oh, I hate sweet and savory. It's got to be one or the other. But this is, this really works. I think, I think she didn't even like that. Yeah, she hasn't had the cheese cookie. No, she hasn't. Yeah. And she's not going to have that one because it's not getting out of this room. No. And you know what? You can have it because, um, go ahead and eat that because I'm tempted to eat it myself. I've had three already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, if I would have known that, I would have taken it. But, <laughs> but uh, and then the shortbread, the key to good shortbread, though, is, is butter, not margarine. Those, mm. you, those of you that use margarine, what are you doing? The I mean, key to anything is butter, not margarine. Exactly. So the $3 you just saved was, you know, you disappointed everybody. <laughs> so don't do that anymore. And you think it's better for you? Like, what is margarine even? <laughs> like, what? I think it's made all the same thing of the container that it's in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Basel. <laughs> we just lost another sponsor. Although I do hear that non-hydrogenated is better for you. But still, not as good as butter. What do you think hydrogenated means? I th- what I always thought it meant is it basically as to make like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't scientifically describe the process. Can you? No. Okay. I'm not familiar with hydrogenization. Yeah, it just doesn't sound that appetizing. No, or like something you should do to food. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to hydrogenate this and then you should eat it. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so you mentioned... You mentioned um, your one food there, the cheese the che- ball. The cheese ball. Now, I'm guessing that's not a Christmas day thing, right? Would that be like a Christmas Eve, perhaps, or before Christmas? I think it's uh, like the afternoon appetizers. Mm. Cheese ball will come out. Mm. Yeah, some cheese ball and crackers. Some crackers, yeah. Because it's important on Christmas to eat continuously. You don't oh. want to take a break. No, you don't. Because then you, you might slow down. Is you it like drinking lose, that lose way? The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Get out of your flow. Yeah, so you, sure. you yeah, you gotta make sure there's there's a good afternoon appetizer 
mm-hmm. uh, supply. Absolutely. And you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's mid-afternoon. And okay. then uh, Christmas dinner, are you, you turkey or ham? You know what? Often we have both. Mm. But turkey is the main thing. In fact, my mother-in-law, Claire, she uh, prides herself on finding the largest turkey on Vancouver Island every mm. single year. In fact, one time she got it so large it took up the entire cart. And, and I, I saluted her, and we still talk about that turkey. It was amazing. <laughs> she needed a few people to get it out of the um, the oven. Wow. I'm surprised it even fit in the oven. I think she took all, all the racks and just sort of threw it at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a big family, though, because they, like, foster a bunch of kids, and they have a bunch of kids, and we all have a thinking. bunch of kids. So there's, like, a 12 to 14 of us. Yeah. But okay. still, there's a lot left over. Hmm. And stuffing? Oh, man, yeah. Stuff that turkey full of everything, man. Yeah. Now, you're not a turkey guy, though, obviously, because you are vegetarian. So, well, we so did. Yeah, we made the transition to, to vegetarian a couple of years ago, but um, we'll we'll have we'll often have a piece of turkey. Oh, really? So you're yeah. not like a fundamentalist? No, not a, not a vegetarian <laughs> fundamentalist. You're not a horrible person. I, I do know. Yeah. So the, the whole vegetarian thing, we, we tried to um, not infringe on anyone else's no. ability to, you know, celebrate holidays. I like that. Yeah. And... So if it's there, it, we just don't cook with meat at home. Right. If yeah. we're if we're at an event and right. there's there's only meat options, like I'll eat meat over starving to death. I think that's reasonable. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. So we'll we'll often and I love stuffing. I grew up loving stuffing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is and good. you know, there's probably a little bit of meat residue on oh, that uh, stuff. Man, it is that <laughs> the meat residue is what makes it great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be. You, you don't want your stuffing dry. No. It makes me furious. Oh, absolutely. Dry stuffing is just the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's like drywall. Yeah. yeah. And don't have that with margarine because then you're really, oh. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, you were saying Quick something. little holiday story. Oh, I love it. From youth. <laughs> you love it already. You might start crying. Um, <laughs> the power went out, but oh, just yeah. as the turkey had come out of the oven oh. in this very house. Oh. And we were in the dining room. And so we had to like light candles and everything. Wow. Um, and... We were sitting around, and right as the lights came back on, as we sat down for dinner, the first thing I said was, great, now everyone's going to see how much stuffing I took. Because <laughs> you really took a lot. Because it was dark, and I was like, I can just load my plate. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. Now, do you do you like to basically hide the stuffing with just unseemly amounts of gravy? No. Wow. So I'm not a You're huge not a... gravy guy. What? I will put gravy on the turkey oh and gosh. the mashed potatoes. Well, yeah. But course. I'm not going to... I don't think the stuffing needs it. Yeah. I mean, that is true. My mom I makes guess, the, probably the greatest stuffing in the world. Oh, my so God. So I challenge anyone's stuffing. Yeah. Well, I you know... Okay. You hear yeah. there, folks. Bring, bring it on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would love to accept that challenge and try a bunch of delicious stuffing. <laughs> yeah, just... I'm such a gravy guy, man. Yeah. In fact... My whole thing when I I got I would get in trouble just constantly growing up. I know that comes as a shock to everybody, but um, <laughs> but one time I got in trouble because uh, they brought out we had these lovely gravy boats. Mm-hmm. These are I don't know if people have gravy boats anymore. But oh, we do. Do you have gravy boats? Yeah, yeah. I, I assumed you probably did. Um, they're these like uh, neat little dishes that make it easy to pour the gravy. Anyways, they brought they brought out a whole boat out of gravy, and I had a boatload. I got I mean I basically took it all. <laughs> And, and we had like, you know, 10 people around the table. We invited people around and I just sort of looked up. I was like 12 probably, right? I looked up and just my mom was staring at me just with this like absolute, we've used the word disdain yeah. in the past. 
And I just said, well, what's the problem? Isn't there more, you know, in the kitchen? And, and you know, it was just very, like, disrespectful. And I think I <laughs> ate that meal upstairs. But I love gravy, but man. with all the gravy. Oh, my God. You can't yeah. put it back. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. So, last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, would, I should almost eat with a bowl. <laughs> it would be easier. Because usually the gravy ends up just pouring off my plate. And, and pro- just yeah, probably a bib, too. Yeah, a bib as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gravy. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Yorkshire puddings, roast beef and Yorkshire puddings is right. a, that's a tradition that we haven't done for a while because of my anti-meat stance, but good Yorkshire puddings. I'm kind of, I would say I'm about a 5.6 out of 10 on my like for Yorkshire puddings. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. Again, you haven't had my mom's. Right. No, They're, exactly. When they just like explode out of the little cookie sheet or muffin muffin sheet, I it's guess. A, something like that. You know what? Yeah. It, they kind of look I mean. like muffins when they Yeah, and, and yeah. I think that's... Maybe, maybe, I don't know if it's the traditional way, but that's how my mom makes them. But yeah, that is. Yeah. And yeah, just soft and, uh-huh. and then you fill those with, with gravy. gravy. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that is pretty good. Yeah. But in my mind, if you just put gravy on anything, it's going to be delicious. Yeah. Maybe not anything, like not like cold cereal. No. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't eat cold cereal, so. Hmm. Yeah. So everything else. One thing I've given up, I eat unseemly amounts of, of cold cereal growing up with I would cover all the cereal in sugar. Oh, wow. And it was sugar cereal. That's intense. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't have major health problems. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because I was always just running around. Mm. But uh, Yeah, because you had so much sugar. <laughs> so much sugar. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so so we've kind of covered the main, the main meal. Mashed potatoes are the crowning achievement. See, I'm not a huge... I, wow, <sighs> man. Now, now I'm sorry. You put, you put your mom out as as being like you know Miss Chef Boyard. Well, no, she's better than Chef Boyard. <laughs> Miss Chef. Uh, I would put Angie's mashed potatoes against anybody. Mm. I mean, I'm talking. Does, does she do garlic or or yes, cheddar? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, she does garlic in it, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, now this might surprise you, but she she had some cream cheese to it. Mm. Just a little bit of cream yeah. Okay, cheese. no, you're talking. Imagine my, that. You're talking my language. Um, butter. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a few other things. And let me tell you, um, we all sort of bring like one thing when we have our Christmas dinner with the mm-hmm. family in Crofton and we bring the mashed potatoes. And you can't, you can't bring enough. I, I do a whole bag. Like that's my job is I peel them all while usually watching football or something. Yeah. And I'll peel them all and then she'll make them and they don't last. I mean, people just fill up their whole plates and the key is the texture is great, right? It's mm-hmm. like almost like silky smooth and mm-hmm. I hate lumps in mashed potatoes. Oh, I'm furious. Nothing you know, worse. Yeah, it makes me furious. Imagine if, if you were eating lumpy mashed potatoes and somebody uh, <laughs> spoke negatively about It's a Wonderful Life. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. I might, my head just might explode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just took my two things. This <laughs> is the Christmas massacre of, of 2019. And then also the Oilers lost. Yeah. Oh, I, I would just, yeah. I, I might just wander into the ocean there in Crofton and not come out. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. There's Christmas dinner. Um, do you guys usually know, maybe we should go back up in time like we like to do with this episode and, and um, talk a little bit about the morning of mm. or Christmas Eve. Should we talk about Christmas Eve first? I mean, we had one <coughs> Christmas Eve tradition, which my mother reminded me of uh, reading the Polar Express. See, I always thought the Polar Express was like a new thing, but I, it's just the movie, I guess. Yeah, the movie, new. which but I never saw. You did not surprising. Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, he did it. He did everything. He wrote it, directed it. I think he mm. did all of it. Yeah, it's quite good. That's another movie we watch, actually. How long has the book been out for? At least 
you know, 30 years. Well, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my tricky way of getting you to admit your age. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fell for it. <laughs> Although you're young, so that's really yeah, not, not a big too, slam. Not too worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> so Polar Express. Yeah. yeah. that's a good one. Anything else you'd read on Christmas Eve? Nope. Did you open one gift? No. Okay, see, that's one thing that we have in common. I grew up, like, for, I mean, we're talking 20 years. We were not allowed to, like, even see a present, open a present, nothing before Christmas morning. Yeah. I'm Mary Ange, great gal, mm-hmm. love her to death. She's like, no, 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 we're, we're opening a present on Christmas Eve. And I was just like, we should have had this discussion before we got married. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this means so much to me. Hmm. But, you know, whatever, more presents isn't a bad thing. So we, we do open one gift. Usually it's like pajamas. Okay. And so everyone kind of knows it. So it's almost like a ritualistic act. It's not like a big surprise. Like, oh, what am I going to get? It's like, we're opening pajamas. Do you wear pajamas? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit because we were, we were originally going to record this while wearing pajamas. Yeah. That, that was my delightful suggestion to yeah. which you were like, I don't wear anything when I go to bed. And yeah. I was like, well, we could still record. <laughs> <laughs> but truth be told, I wear pajamas like in the evening. I guess I would call it evening wear. Okay. <laughs> But I, I, yeah, I'm like just a, you know, we used to call it when I was a kid, gotch. Do you remember get your gotch? Ginch. That's what, yeah, that's what you called underwear, right? Yeah. Get your gotch. Ginch. Is it ginch? It was ginch in my neck of the woods. Is it ginch? I thought it was gotch or gitch. <laughs> ginch? Ginch. <laughs> like with an N? Yeah. I mean, with a C-H? Oh, yeah, well, there was a C-H in both of those. So, yeah, with the N. Oh, weird. Well, yeah, underwear. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't wear banana hammocks anymore. No, as we also used to call it's them. Probably for the best. They're very unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on it, on everyone, folks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I like to. I'm a minimalist. I run hot. Yeah, me too. So I run hot, baby. And <laughs> especially in that banana. Especially in the banana. <laughs> and People so running away from you. So yeah, I can't wear pajamas to bed. But Angie's the opposite. She loves to like wear like ten layers and just you know. I but I get so hot. And and so no, but pajamas in the evening. I can, I can really I can picture you in like the red onesie with the the yeah. trap door in the back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe a little hat. See, I don't I don't like onesies. Mm-hmm. Like, are you talking the kind of onesies that like toddlers wear, where there's like your even your foot's covered? Uh huh. See, I would hate that because I would feel like it's constrained. In fact, when I'm laying in bed. Um, like when I go to a hotel, I sleep in a hotel, you know how they always tuck the blankets under mm-hmm. so you're like, you're trapped in the bed. Yeah. First thing I do is I rip those up. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I hate feeling contained. I hate pressure on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any kind of coverage or pre- undo unwelcome We're pressure. going into territories I never thought we'd go on this, this podcast. This is amazing, man. This is why Christmas is amazing. It brings out like so many of our emotions and, mm-hmm. uh, some more than habits. others <laughs> and habits. <laughs> So yeah, um, Christmas Eve, you, I will don uh, I will don pajamas. And while we don't read Polar Express, you know what we used to read the night before Christmas. In uh. fact, it was twice the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The chimney and stock. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, could no, have done I, the whole thing. I know. Man. I had to yeah. jump in some point. Yeah. Um, so I think this is a good time to know. Upon the rose, such a clatter. <laughs> I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. And now I think we I, we did read that, or my mom read that. Yeah. At, at some points too, because yeah. I'm I'm recalling back now. But it was amazing. So, the the actual tradition of Christmas and gift giving, right? You did some research. It's actually it, it's yeah. closely tied in with that poem, the original oh. um, creation of that poem. Okay. So, any idea where and when the the holiday tra- tradition of gifts might have begun? I'm gonna guess a while ago. 
That's a a very vague guess. Well, the reason why (laughs) is because you said it's sort of linked to that poem. Mm -hmm. And they did use the word twas in it. Yeah. Which is not something you hear very often. No. Well, and people didn't just start giving gifts in like 92 either, you know. No. But a while ago, what are you thinking? Like, I would guess um, gift giving. Hmm. Well, because the Christmas tradition was originally stolen from, like, the Christians stole that from the pagans. Right? Yeah, it was a pagan tradition. It was for like sure. a, a, wasn't it like the sun god or something that they were celebrating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them pagan gods. So, so like, I know the Christmas tradition's been around for a long time, but as far as the gift giving, it, yeah, I'm not sure, man. Yeah. So, um, you just tell me. So I was curious about it because I thought. Sure, I'll have some. Yeah, go for it. Go. Oh, you're going to make me hold it with my shirt. Oh, no. Oh, I got it. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. So tell me, were you surprised, first of all? Were you surprised when you found out how long, how long that's been a part of the tradition? I was surprised that it hasn't actually been a part of the tradition for that long. Okay. So I was doing some thinking about consumerism and my <laughs> opposition to it. And, and that's where I, where I hold some resentment towards this time of the year. Right. So um, I'm not getting a gift then, right? No. Um, I, you get a gift every time you get to hang out with me. Oh, boom. Well done. <laughs> um, so I was looking into it, and, and one of the things I found is that... I, so I actually Googled. I was like, where did this tradition of mm-hmm. gift giving on Christmas start? Because Christmas has been around a lot longer than actually the exchanging of presents and yeah, Santa Claus and all that shit. And so what I discovered was actually the early 1800s. Okay. In New York is what, uh, and because there was, there wasn't a lot of knowledge actually until a book was written a couple of years ago, and so the scholars did some research and found that around the New York City area there was a group of people called the Knickerbockers. Uh, Ooh, that's what they call uh, themselves. Yeah, just uh, yeah, New York Knicks. That's where the basketball team name thought. came from as well. Yeah. Um, so they kind of started the, the tradition, and the reason for it was that. There's, you know how there's other traditions and festivals that involve, especially back in those days, a little bit of mischief or even like Halloween and yeah. New Year's traditions. Right. Basically, there was pressure on the wealthy people to give things and money and mm. food mm. to the working class people. Right. And and the working class people would often all, like get all raucous and drunk and set stuff on fire like <laughs> like had been done at Halloween that's gone back hundreds of years yeah, all hallows eve and, and all that stuff right. um, guy fox day in in this in great britain so basically these knickerbockers didn't want the same sort of tradition to start happening around christmas and they also didn't want to um, give people time off Basically, like the <laughs> right. the wealthy classes didn't want to give the workers all a bunch of holidays. Right. So they started this tradition of celebrating rather than out in the streets in public. It's the celebration at home with families, very, you know, respectful and, and very kind of insular and, and kept in the family unit, which is normally how Christmas is celebrated, unlike everyone going out and partying like people do on, on Halloween and New Year's. Right. So, and that tradition is maintained. And so basically it started by celebrating at home with a family and then giving children just a something to, to make it, you know, special for them as well. Um, and then 
consumerism kind of took hold. It, did, it wasn't until the 19th, uh, until the 20th century, until the 1900s, that consumerism really picked up steam. And of course, corporations were like, "Hey, we can put this into advertising and and brainwash all these people and and feed those signals in that you'll you know be more loved if you give more lavish gifts and all that." That really took hold after World War One. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, the the tradition started around 1810, 1815 in New York to kind of calm down the uh, the raucous working well, class. And, and you might think that this was this was just some people, you know, trying to get these nobler values by let's let's stay home and give gifts to each other. But really, they're it was a selfish purpose. Right? Yeah, this I mean, was the rich that came up with this, that they were afraid they're going to be losing money or their workers would be compromised. So then yeah. they, um, yeah, which is interesting, right? Yeah, just again to another way of trying to oppress the, the right. working class and maintain class division. So I wonder when A Christmas Carol was written because that was Dickens, right? Yeah, so one of those Knickerbockers wrote um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Ah, see. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. There you go. And... Uh, and it changed a little bit. And the image of Santa w- was kind of even created out of that. Um, and he wasn't like the Santa as we know him. And it was re- uh, there was another poem written that kind of changed Santa into the more jolly Well, elderly. wasn't it St. Nicholas? Like he was from, like he was based on literally St. Nicholas? Yeah, St. Nicholas was, right. was the, the image that they used okay. in, in the original Twas the Night Before Christmas. Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean, the the tradition of Christmas has been celebrated for, of course, yeah, thousands of years. Yes, um, and Charles Dickens was writing around the same time, but um, I think a little after, a little later on in the century. So, really, if you think about it, Christmas has always been a tradition that people created for their own purposes. Like, mm-hmm. and you might say, well, that's the definition of a tradition, but <laughs> but no, like it's it's almost like they took something that might have had a nobler purpose and and sort of twisted in into a purpose that would benefit them more. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's literally what what the Christians do did when they stole the tradition from the pagans. I mean, Mm -hmm. people think Christians invented Christmas because Christ is in Christmas and stuff. Sorry, folks, you know, that's not the way it happened. They, they stole that, but then they create it for their own tradition of like promoting really their own brand or their own God. And, you know, this is not to say, you know, Christians are wrong or whatever, but this is just kind of the tradition that has carried on mm-hmm. since then. Yeah, it's interesting to think of things like this as not just like eternal customs that have always, no, you know, gone along with human civilization, but there's actually, you know, there's a starting point to this. And it it's, I think, a, a healthy way of of having awareness of it because now it's like, well, we don't just... We don't have to spend lavishly on people we love every yeah. year because that's what Christmas is. That's not what Christmas is. That's what like marketing agencies have made it out to be. And it's, you know, it, yes, many cultures throughout the planet have celebrated this time of year and celebrated with light and with getting together with family. And that's wonderful. And there's, there's absolutely that there's nothing wrong with that. But what Christmas looks like now is not how it was, you know, originally intended to be. And, and is it what is best for us and, and for our mindsets? Maybe not. I was doing a little bit of research on this too. Um, 60% of Canadians, a survey found that was done last year, 60% uh, 
were willing to go into debt to mm-hmm. oh, for sure. buy gifts for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Just totally okay with that, going into debt. Um, well, and banks will often you know, offer you Christmas loans, you yeah. know, starting at five grand. Five grand. I mean, that, that's like a starting point. You think of five, five grand, that, I mean, that's a good chunk of change. Mm-hmm. And, and what are you spending that on? On needs or wants? I mean, most gifts, they're not like, oh, this is perfect. You know, uh, Jimmy really needed a new pair of socks, so we're mm-hmm. going to get him socks. No, no, no. Jimmy has everything he needs yeah. and more. And most of those things he needs, he's forgotten about. Yeah. And we'll buy him more of those things. And by the time January 1st rolls around, most of those things he got, he'll probably have lost or broken and folks, we know, we know this is taking a bit of a turn in tone, but it is important to talk about there is a dark side to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is just based on this, this, uh, this you know, obsessive com- consumerism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it doesn't bring that joyful sort of loving feeling that, that really it's supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And it is nice to give meaningful gifts well, to someone is, you care yeah. about. Like it feels yeah. good, but it, it then stops feeling good when January hits and you get increased anxiety oh. because of how much into debt you went. And Absolutely. 25% of people who responded to that poll, that was their experience. Yeah. More anxiety due to overspending. Yeah. Well, and it's almost like it's just become an accepted norm in our <clears throat> culture. It's like January, everyone's broke. You know, we even say that. Like, mm-hmm. that's an acceptable thing. Oh, January, everyone's broke. You know, everyone's kind of sad and... That's just the way life goes. We take one of one of the months of our precious life and we just sort of throw it down the tubes mm-hmm. because, well, that's just what we do. We overindulge for a week and then we have like literally a one month hangover. Yeah. And yeah, it's awful. Yeah. It's about spending time, not about spending money. Right. And so what can we do? I mean, here's the thing, right? Uh, there, there's all this debate going on. We haven't even mentioned this yet, but all this debate about how dare you say happy holidays? <laughs> you know, it's Merry Christmas You know, all this kind of thing. But like, I think, I think we just need to say like Christmas, let's be honest, folks, it, it is no longer a religious holiday. Okay? Oh, absolutely. I mean, even, even the religious people that may cringe when I say that, l- let me be honest. Okay. Um, it's, it's no longer about, you know, remembering the babe, you know, fr- from the virgin. <laughs> in, in the manger? Yeah. Who, who then went on to, to, you know, to, you know, save people from their sins. I mean, that, that hardly even comes up anymore. Uh, and, and so this whole idea of, of, of getting offended over people using happy holidays, I mean, come on, folks, like um, that's that's not that's not really the issue anymore. Um, and, and it almost seems like they're upset that they feel like the the larger culture at hand is, is stealing their brand mm. or like stealing <clears throat> their thing. But it's like, don't forget, like you got it from someone else to begin with. And now we're just sharing it because here's the thing. Our culture has never been more secular. And Christmas has never been more popular. So think about that for a second, right? We've never been more secular and yet Christmas is never more popular. It's because it's not about, it's not about the, the babe. It's about what it's become and people depending on us spending or overspending. Yeah. Well, and people can celebrate however they want. And, and if they want yeah. to make it about the babe, they, they yeah. can make it about the babe. We're not talking about Babe Ruth, throat, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Because apparently his bat just sold at auction. His, his 500th home run bat just sold at auction for over a million dollars. Well, of course. Talk yeah. about overspending at Christmas time. <laughs> wow. Some guy swung this bat 100 <laughs> yeah. years ago. Here's a million dollars for it. Yeah. Talk about income disparity and oh, class divide. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you know, 
you're, you're, you're welcome to celebrate this holiday however you like, but mm-hmm. let, let's not pretend anymore that it's about this thing or that thing. Like what it's become is it is, it's unfortunately become a time where people overspend, it's, it's over commercialized. And, and so I would say, let's get back to the things that could unite us all, which is generosity, love, um, kindness, um, humility. P- perhaps, yes, let's even remember um, Jesus, who who was a great man. Like he did speak about all those things. So yeah, do, do remember that. But let's not try and make it about like, you know, converting people into your religion or the seculars, you know, trying to, you know, make more money. Like I, that's the kind of two extremes that I think have ruined Christmas. Let's 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 get the the beautiful middle, hmm. you know, which is a little bit of both, you know. We're, we're it's so easy to be extreme, right? We but but it's not either of those things. It's the beautiful middle, you know. There's other ideas than just buying things that people don't need, mm-hmm. right? Like experiences. Yeah. This, this is one thing that we've actually started to do now that our kids are adults, um, and and they have their own like you know specific interests anyways. And let's be honest, a lot of people work. A lot of people's kids today's work anyways, and they just buy whatever they want anyways. So what we've done now is we've said things like, hey, hey folks, or we don't call our, <laughs> we don't call our kids folks. <laughs> we say, hey, kids, let's just uh, pool our money together and go to Tofino for a week mm-hmm. or let's, you know, go, go here. Let's, and and that's, that's been something that's been received well, although we will still do like the stocking. Yeah. Like, so in the stocking, we'll put like really personalized, like sort of. Um, things that they'll really like and appreciate, not just like random, like just more chocolate or whatever. Um, but then that way we don't have to fight, you know, buy them a third TV just because I don't know what, what they'll want, you know. But we can invest in the memories and mm-hmm. the experiences. And then if there happens to be something that they really need, then sure, we can get them that and they would like that. But a little more personal, right? Yeah. And yeah, the whole transition to experiences over gifts, that's something that, that, uh, we we shifted to a couple of years ago as well because it's that's what you remember you don't remember what no, no. You know, piece of electronics you Let's got right five now. years ago what did you get when you were 14 for christmas tell me exactly. no yeah right no, <laughs> exactly probably something calgary flames related yeah 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 um but yeah no you remember the times that you spent when when you went on vacation or went you know overnight with family for yeah you know and that's how you celebrate it and, and uh so these are good tips for people so so if, if you're wanting to make the turn or make the transformation this christmas what are some ideas we can give the listeners so invest in experiences instead of things mm-hmm. okay what, what are some other ideas we can we can give people because christmas isn't going away no i think it's just being mindful like anything else hmm. like what what is the purpose of this right what am i trying to achieve am mm-hmm. i trying to get myself <laughs> out of the doghouse by overspending <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> on someone you know yeah because that probably won't work either and uh just trying to turn down that hum of of consumerism and advertising that we're getting slammed with all the time and uh just tune it out and and understand that the people you love love you because of who you are not because of what you give them in terms of material material goods yeah i I love the idea of of taking mindset into this you know we talk about this on the podcast every episode and obviously it's important in every other area of life and then all of a sudden when it comes to the most perhaps the most celebrated important holiday of the year we throw mindset mindset aside and just fall into the chaos it's crazy actually be deliberate be purposeful like like andrew said 
think about like, what do we want to achieve here? What feeling do we want to create? What mm-hmm. memory are we trying to create? When our kids look back or, or when we look back, what do we want to feel when we look back on that? Um, is this gift going to add to that feeling or take away from it? Because I bought it because I felt guilty or I was doing it for selfish reasons. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, I love, I love that mindset and being like, even having a discussion with all the kids beforehand, because that is a thing. If you're used to doing a tradition, folks, and then all of a sudden you just change it last minute and then just surprise the kid and say, it's not about all that kind of crap. You know, it's about experiences. Uh, and you don't bring them along on that journey of, of, of changing that mindset. It's not going to go well. Yeah. Right. So this, this is. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're, yeah. we're, we're just going to go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think it's good to go for a walk? Yeah. And we're not eating turkey. We're having a salad, you know, and a smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are these are conversations that maybe for next Christmas, because by the time you hear this, it's going to be probably too late to make any wholesale changes. <laughs> but but these these are just like anything in life. Um, you know, it's 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 a conversation you need to have with first yourself and then and then all your loved ones. Yeah, and, I think any time yeah. that we were going through life, kind of just like on autopilot, doing yeah. what what marketing tells oh, us sure. to do we're, yeah. we're going to get in, into a bit of trouble and and i mean that's the feeling you get when you step step into a shopping mall right now right like it's like oh my god oh it is it's stressful it it's is, like yeah you know the shopkeepers <laughs> are looking desperately at you yeah <laughs> and <laughs> as uh, some say <laughs> and you're you're pressured just to be like a cog in the system because mm-hmm. that is you know our capitalist consumerist society depends on us buying things that we don't need and, um, you know, if we all stop doing that, a lot of people are going to stop making as much money and, and, you know, there's going to be hell to pay. Well, and things would, things would change drastically, but, but I mean, the, the whole idea of keeping up with the Joneses, I mean, that's probably never more on display than it is right now, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> Oh, you know, mom or dad, you should have seen what, you know, I will say Jimmy again, you should have seen what Jimmy got for Christmas. You know, and then you're comparing and then you feel bad as a parent Mm -hmm. that Jimmy got like, you know, the latest, the newest Xbox with all the bells and whistles. And you just kind of gave them, you know, something you thought was special. But now you think it's all of a sudden not so special because it's not as good as Jimmy's gift. Yeah, that's that's just toxic poison. I mean, it's just everything against Christmas. That's the black part of Christmas Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And the the sales where or the those stories you hear about all the time, like there's the black Friday sales. Yeah. Like, I think cabbage patch kids were the first ones <laughs> yeah. that people Remember just those? went insane for. Why? Those and things are so ugly. Yeah. Man. Who knows? But yeah. that, that was like the hot item. And then people were like literally trampling oh. one another oh, they were. to yeah. get a cabbage yeah. ca- patch kid or a tickle me Elmo or, you know, a freaking beanie babies. Remember those beanie, things? Beanie baby. Oh yeah. my gosh. So what, what is it? What's going on there? <clears throat> Like when, when it's it's no longer about the the cabbage patch kid or the beanie baby. Yeah, right? it's about a lack they have in their own. It's so mindset maybe or there's a fascinating documentary oh. called The Century of the Self. Oh, okay, and it's about how um, the nephew of Sigmund Freud hmm. used his psychoanalysis and all the research that he'd done to understand human behavior and use it for basically consumerism it's it's crazy like the life that this guy led but he instead of using the term propaganda he coined the term public relations and like how the companies would um would 
relate, would communicate right. to yeah. customers. Um, he, he did a ton of crazy things in his life, but the, his biggest one was understanding psychology and how to motivate crowds of people into behaving a certain way by like tuning into their innate unconscious right. animal tendencies yeah. and and manipulating them basically yeah. so i mean that's what's happening when all of a sudden they do the right marketing work so that all these kids are just like screaming for a beanie baby and the parents feel like it's tapping into their paternal instincts and maternal instincts of you know I, if i want to be a good father and yeah, or mother sure. and, and protect and nurture my child i have to get one of these stupid fucking stuffed animals um yeah it's, it's you got advantage. a bunch of those growing up didn't you <laughs> <laughs> got a room full of them no I'd, i i didn't have a beanie baby that's good i had pogs oh yeah that was more just like a fad though than like a hot like, yeah. christmas item but i mean you know the proof's in the pudding as they say don't know where that came from but apparently it's in the pudding <laughs> um and here's the thing folks think right now think about christmas perhaps go back to 10 years ago or even last christmas get a memory in your mind i'm doing that even right now as i'm talking and the memory i have has nothing to do with what i got it has to do with a laugh we shared during one of those Christmas movies or a tear perhaps we shared during one of those movies. Or, 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 or you had alone, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or so it was just me. But the family was there. Or or during games. I mean, you know, the good old board games. Remember those Remember those folks? Board games? I mean, yeah. that weren't on devices where actually <laughs> the family sat around a circular table and played with men. And <laughs> it sounds kind of <laughs> bad, know. actually. <laughs> I don't know what traditions no. you had. <laughs> But, uh, but 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 those are the memories you have. It is the the laughter, the the love. Watch the, the tea I almost hit, I almost hit the tea <laughs> over because I'm getting really passionate about this. That's what you remember. You don't remember. Oh, remember that one Christmas in '86 when I got that perfect thing that I always wanted. Um, if you remember that, it's probably because it's connected to something that you didn't expect nor demanded, and it was freely given, and um, and you were overwhelmed with the generosity. So. Trying to focus on that pure generosity mm-hmm. that just flows because you love you're, you're not listening to the marketers. You, mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that buying gifts is, is necessarily wrong, but it's just all the motivation and the mindset and, and with the what's the end goal? Yeah, dad of the year, mom of the year. Your, your kids will like you, or is it something deeper? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's something deeper. So, folks, we just wanted to come in. This is a, this is our last recording. Of of a last official recording of 2019, and mm-hmm. what a year it's been! First one came out on March 1st. Here we are, nine months later, twelve thousand plus downloads later. Um, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I don't pay too much attention to those things. Ish, <laughs> yeah, ish. Um, Fifty episodes or so. Um, it's just speaking of gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Like as I sit here and as I celebrate celebrate Christmas, one thing that will be on my mind is just. Um, being able to create this community and, and the time I've spent with Andrew every week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to let a tear well up in my <laughs> eye right now, but um, we're we're both going to kind of be off for the next few months. And so Andrew's, yeah. Andrew's going on a much-deserved trip um, mm-hmm. to Chile. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to be recording for at least two months, mm-hmm. which, which is going to be really difficult in some ways, I think, just that weekly tradition. Yeah. 
Yeah. You are a man of tradition. I am, man. What's my Wednesday going to look like? I don't know. Maybe I'll just sit and like talk in the mirror. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> or, or I'll do like a cycle thing and have like a doll set up that looks like Andrew and just pretend to record episodes. <laughs> the Cabbage Patch Kid. The <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kid. No, you're handsomer than that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to be away for a, a portion of it as well. A little well. bit. Go see my ma, yeah. as I do, and my bro. But... Yeah. Uh, we'll just have to make sure we don't we don't lose momentum we'll be recording again in, in the third week of february so just under two months mm-hmm. but uh, but we we have got some in the can we've got some so in the can if you're thinking oh god i'm not i'm not gonna have an obstacle course fix for two months no no yeah you, you'll you'll get we, we might not promise every single week over the next two months but i would say at least half of those and you don't mean in more. the bathroom <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> So hey, it's John and Andrew here live <laughs> from the men's room. Uh, from the men's room. Yeah, no, we'll we'll try and keep it coming, but but we are taking a bit of a break. And mm-hmm. um, w- w- as you look ahead to 2020, Andrew, mm-hmm. first of all, doesn't that just sound like some like year from like a science fiction yeah. movie? 2020. I mean, it's it's insane. First of all, yep. But also, when I think ahead to 2020, I mean, I have like joy like i have like i can't wait it's going to be an amazing year in so many ways mm-hmm. like uh, i think about my business and how we finished and, and what we're starting with and that's going to be great my kids have some i have my daughter's grad our, our youngest child is graduating now all of our kids are graduated now we have all adults that's going to be cool i think about the podcast some of the guests coming on oh yeah oh my gosh man like good things to come yeah good things to come and uh yeah folks we just you know, it's been a pleasure talking, hopefully, with you. Hopefully, you felt like this has been a conversation. And we just, uh, we wish you the very best yeah. of, of Christmas. We're so pumped for, for what's coming up next year. And, and between now and then, we have a little bit of time to kind of just slow down and and relax and reflect and and look forward. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, the guests and the conversations that we're going to keep having. And um I hope you keep listening. So, Andrew, I want to end by asking you a question that we frequently end that you ask all our all of our guests. Mm. What's one gift? Oh, yeah. This is a Christmas episode, right? What's one gift you want to leave with our listeners as we end off a remarkable year? Hmm. And see, this is how our guests feel when you ask yeah, I them know. that question. I know. <laughs> it's a hard one, eh? It's good. <laughs> I think there's a lot of different ways to be generous. Hmm. And the the holiday season, I mean, as we know it now, is a lot about gift giving and it can result in overspending and debt, but it doesn't have to. And the gifts don't always have to be lavish and full of material worth. And I think if we can... Maybe if we we all were generous in some way with our time or with our attention, just in some unusual way this time of year, maybe to someone who we don't often offer generosity towards, um, that would make the the season a little more magical, in my opinion. So yeah, and it occurred to me as you said that it, it is a choice. I we were I don't know if we're naturally generous. Um, maybe you are once it becomes a habit. But, but for, for folks, if, if it's not a natural thing, that's where it comes to mindset. Begin to think, you know, about what would it look like if I began to put others first? 
Mm -hmm. began to begin to think of giving because we're not yeah like andrew said it's not just about gifts how you speak to are you generous with your words are you generous with your time are you i mean it's it's connected to so many different things yeah and And that that's the gift and there's a lot of people that don't have a wonderful holiday season that aren't going to have a a christmas dinner with with all of their family absolutely um yeah and those people deserve maybe a little bit more generosity this time of year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah folks we we know if you're one of those people that that as as we've rattled on and on about family and traditions and stuff and and it's made you feel sad because perhaps you've had a loved one pass and stuff we we empathize with you and and um and we also want to want to say that um you know a new year is coming Mm -hmm. you know this isn't the end all and be all um and, and um you know that there's always there's always more love and kindness around the corner and and the best way to find it is to begin to give it ourselves that that is a good thing good reminder that is it's definitely not like this for everybody mm-hmm. it can be difficult well happy holidays everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's it's always good to to reflect and, and give pause and give thanks and uh i am very thankful for for all these conversations that we've had and uh for our time together and and it'll be it'll be very strange not doing this for for a while but uh i won't even be able to text you man <laughs> i know i can't even text you for six weeks yeah you're gonna get back over the border and you're gonna like turn on your phone you're gonna be like oh <laughs> 57 unread texts from John. My phone actually blows up. Like <laughs> they say blow, blowing up and it just like shorts out. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll keep in touch. You're like, you knew I was gone. Why were you still texting? <laughs> yeah. It's my habit. After every Oilers game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, Merry Christmas, folks. And, uh, and, and happy, happy holidays. Year. You know, whatever you're celebrating, however you're doing it. Happy Christmas. Enjoy. Well, that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. If you liked what you heard here, check out the website. ObstacleCoursePodcast.com. That's where you can subscribe, check out the show notes. If we had one request, we'd ask you to leave us a kind review and perhaps share this episode. It's not because we have fragile egos. Well. But because we want other great people like you to benefit. Speaking of great people, we have a list of people we want to thank. We've got our senior technical advisor, Andy Robertson, our media partner and web designer, Sticky Media, and of course, our host and snack coordinator, Judy Langford. Oh, peanut butter cookies. You can continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at Obstacle Course Podcast and on Twitter at Obstacle Pod. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Keep pushing through those obstacles.